0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: And right now, and I I know you could look at the numbers and say, well, the Braves are only two games better, and the season series ended 10-9. Look, after this weekend, And after the four games, even last month, the Braves are better. They are. And we're going to go into the postseason, sure, with a chance. Everybody's got a chance. But this is not the best team in the National League. This is a flawed team. And all of their flaws were exposed over these three games. That doesn't mean you can't get hot at the right time. That doesn't mean the Mets have their own Cody Ross. I think about him and that run he had with the Giants a decade ago. But right now, you saw in this three games against Atlanta the flaws of this team. What are the flaws? They don't hit enough home runs. You know, what happened in this series, there were two talking points that have been around baseball for a very long time that got destroyed in this series. Talking point number one is, to win in the playoffs, you got to play a little ball. You can't rely on the home run. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to think that was true. The Atlanta Braves scoff at that. The Atlanta Braves have hit 241 home runs this season. They hit a lot of home runs last season. Yes, it's good to manufacture runs. You like to have a well-rounded offense, no doubt about it. But in this day and age, you do have to hit the ball over the fence. Mets haven't done that enough. They hit two home runs in this game. They didn't hit enough home runs in this series. And they don't have a lot of pop, which we've always known. Problem number one. Problem number two, the stars came up small. We kind of know that. Problem number three, the bottom of the order is a disaster. And they have no depth. Zero. They called up Mark Vientos and Francisco Alvarez. We were all excited about it. And it's very fair to argue what Hoffs argued, what I've mentioned. They should have done it sooner because you call up Alvarez and he's making his major league debut as this series begins, it shouldn't shock any of us. He's for the series. Mark Vientos has like six hits in the major leagues. Now that's on them. They could come up and be a house of fire. I understand that. That's what we're all hoping for, but maybe it would have behooved this team to call these kids up in August and not, with three games to go. Because essentially it was three games to go. These games against the Nationals mean nothing. Okay? You could go play Francisco Alvarez just to see what he has. Games don't mean anything. But the bottom of this order is brutal. I know Vogelbach had a good game tonight. Great job by Vogelbach. And we'll get into pinch hitting him in a second. But Mark Canna has done very little over the last few weeks. Luis Guillerme. We all love Luis Guillerme. He hasn't had an extra base hit in two months. And I know he's not there for his offense. He's there for his defense, but you got to hit a little bit because the catcher is going to be there for his defense, not his offense. So you have a bottom of the order that does nothing. You have star players that have come up small. And look, here's the number one issue, probably bigger than all that. Every team has an identity. Every team has a strength. The New York Mets' strength on paper has been DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett. And I get it's one turnaround in these big games. For DeGrom, it's two, but Scherzer was great in his last start. Bassett's mostly been great. I acknowledge that. We all know that. But in the biggest series of the year, their three best pitchers were not nearly good enough. And I'm not saying this as a defense of Jacob DeGrom. I'm saying this because of what the way things worked out. DeGrom's performance looks amazing compared to Scherzer and Bassett. It does. doesn't mean it was good enough. doesn't mean I'm happy with it. But you got Scherzer getting knocked out in the sixth inning, giving up four runs. You got Bassett getting knocked out in the third inning, giving up four runs. Not good enough. Not good enough. You can't get, if you're the New York Mets, 14 innings from your three starters and have them give up 11 runs that's what happened I mean the only thing that didn't go wrong was their bullpen was mostly sturdy I gotta hand it to him Tyler McGill had the bad outing in game one Lugo made the mistake to Matt Olson outside that Met bullpen kept him in the game the Met bullpen the thing we feared at the trade deadline was not the bugaboo. Now, they also didn't have a late lead to protect because each starting pitcher left down by a run or two. Every one of them. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett. And more than anything I've said about this offense, because you can win a game 1-0. You can win a game 2-1. to That's why the biggest thing that would derail all of this is their starting pitching needs to be great. Because that's their identity. That's their strength. So, yes, I'm pissed at the offense. I led with ripping the offense. But if the Mets are going to be special and they're going to go on a deep October run, isn't it with DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett being awesome, specifically DeGrom and Scherzer as the two future Hall of Famers? Where, yeah, you may win a two to one game. You may win a one nothing game. You can do that if those guys are dominant. And look, the Mets didn't score many runs in this series. They scored seven runs. They scored two in game one, two in game two, three in game three. If your ace dominates the way we envision it, you actually could win that game.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: So everything sucks. That's the point. It's not about saying I'm defending this or I'm I'm not defending anything other than Jeff McNeil. He's the only guy I'll defend because he was good. The rest of it sucked. Now, quickly, Vogelback. Look, here's the problem, and it's a part of this problem is how the Mets are built. So Daniel Vogelbach is due up in the fifth inning with a runner on first base and one out, and the Mets are down a run, and obviously Vogelback had a home run in the second inning and had an RBI single in the third inning, and Dylan Lee is in this game. I want to make something very clear. Sometimes stats can be a little overrated. Sometimes splits can be overrated. This guy cannot hit lefties. I'm going to say it as calmly as I can. He hasn't. He won't. He never has. He is here as a strict platoon player. Now, if you had enough depth on your team, you could technically pinch it for him because you like a better matchup in the fifth inning and then pinch it for the guy you used to pinch it for Vogelbach late in the game to also improve your matchup. The Mets aren't exactly built that way. Now, could they have used? Here's my point. They had to use Alvarez for Vogelback. I'm sorry. I know Vogelback was two for two. I know he's produced against Atlanta this year. You really think Daniel Vogelback against Dylan Lee's doing anything? He doesn't hit lefties. I could read off the numbers for you, but just trust me. And he's barely faced lefties. That's the other thing. Look at his time here. Buck has kept him as a strict platoon player. So knowing that, what the hell do you think is going to happen? Yes, a rookie with a monster swing looking for his first major league hit actually gave the Mets a better chance than Daniel Vogelback against the lefty. Your option in the seventh, if you so wanted, was to go to Tyler Naquin, a pinch hit for Francisco Alvarez. You could have done that. But I also think you know, well... I need Naquin to potentially come in the outfield later, which is exactly what happened when Guillerme was pinch hit for Vientos. The problem is this is not a very good bench right now. There are not a lot of good options. The Mets have become, or the Mets were, a strict platoon team. It started with Dom J.D. It didn't work. It became Ruff and Vogelback. Now Ruff's gone, and you're looking for that right-handed guy. But when you're a platoon team, a strict platoon DH spot, not platoon team, DH spot platoon, really, you want to send Vogel back up against the lefty? Nothing good's going to happen. So I think the criticism one could have, and I'll tell you, it's going to be the criticism Billy Epler's going to hear all offseason. And that is, you didn't do enough at the deadline. You failed improving the DH spot. It's an absolute fair criticism. It's the right criticism right now based on production. But I think if you're Buck Showalter, who gives you the best chance in each at-bat? I think you handled it right. I got to defend him. It sucks that Vogelback's out of the game in the fifth inning. It does. Of course. Would you like him to be up against Iglesias in the seventh inning? Sure. Now there's a chance he doesn't face him. There's a chance A.J. Minter comes into that game one batter earlier. But the Braves are equipped to handle these met matchups because they have three lefties in their pen with Minter, Lee, and Matzik. They've got tough righties in their bullpen. They can beat you with these matchups, and they did.